Hello, welcome to the Thursday, February 6, 2020 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Now we know one of the things that we are always pushing is keep your systems up to date, in particular exposed software like your browsers. Now web browsers have made it quite easy to stay up to date and most of them will update within a couple days of a new version being released without the user really having to do anything. But still, you know, users are used to being told to update software. So if they're seeing a pop-up advertising a browser update, they may actually be willing to install it. And this is exactly what Brad is describing but with a malicious twist where fake browser updates are being used to install the net support remote action Trojan. Net support is sort of interesting. It's kind of marketed as a legitimate remote admin tool, but particularly in the past, it has been using these fake browser updates to trick users to install it without really knowing what they are installing on their system. Brad actually wrote about a similar campaign a year ago. So uh, the diary he released yesterday makes for real nice comparisons sort of what has changed with this particular threat over the last year. Google released updates for Android and looks like sort of an average to maybe a little bit lighter patch a day for Android. There are two critical vulnerabilities in system. One is rated critical for Android 10, that's CVE 2020-23. Uh, now it only leads to information disclosure, but Google still rated it critical. So probably whatever information is disclosed is critical from a security point of view. The second vulnerability, CVE 2020-22, is a remote code execution vulnerability and critical for Android 8 through 9. And it's only denial of service or moderate for Android 10. Not really clear here what it will take to actually exploit uh, these vulnerabilities. Google just says that a specially crafted transmission uh, could be used to execute arbitrary code. So what this transmission is, if this requires like some LTE traffic or just a web page, uh, not really clear here from this summary. Regardless, as usual, if you can patch and of course there may be a delay until you'll receive a patch for your particular device. And security company Armis released details regarding five vulnerabilities that Cisco patched that affect the Cisco discovery pro protocol, as well as LLDP, the link layer discovery protocol. Now, bad news here, four out of these five vulnerabilities can lead to arbitrary code execution, the fifth one to a denial of service. Now, as far as the arbitrary code execution goes, well, that affects NXOS, iOS for the second one, and the third one always affects Cisco IP phones, and the last one, Cisco IP cameras. In particular, uh, the Cisco IP phone mobile, it's a simple stack overflow, so probably not terribly difficult to 
exploit and running arbitrary code on your IP phone, probably not a good thing. The Cisco NX OS vulnerability, also a stack-based overflow and the Cisco iOS XR, well, a format string vulnerability, probably not that terribly difficult to exploit either. And Armis in its advisory is giving quite a bit of detail as to the nature of these vulnerabilities. I guess the one thing that sort of doesn't make me think, hey, this is a super critical thing that will cause massive problems is that both Cisco Discovery Protocol as well as LLPD, LLDP are link layer protocols. So they're not routable and attacker would already have to be connected to your network in order to exploit them. But then again, remember sort of Wi-Fi networks with guest access and the like, those networks are probably the one that you do want to patch the first against this vulnerability. And on the other hand, it's not really a stretch to assume that an attacker has access to some system in your network. So they could easily unuse that system to move across your network using these vulnerabilities. Well, and this is it for today. Thanks again for listening. Remember this month Raspberry Pi contest, send me a couple sentences, two or three sentences about uh, how you would use the Raspberry Pi to help us build better honeypots, any interesting network that you could connect it to or any like Python or other programming experience that you have where you could help us develop some of the code. That's it for today. Thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.